0: To the Mind Your OT Business podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners and others to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. Ready to take action? Let's jump in. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you feel efficient and effective in your business. And after this episode, I think you will have some ideas for ways to create systems to help you be more efficient and effective in your business. I'm talking about three specific things that you need to systematize in your business. This is not a comprehensive list. Different businesses will have different things that they need to systematize, but these are the top three things that I have found most entrepreneurs need to start with in order to set their business up for future growth and success. So let's dive in. Three things that you need to systematize in your business. Now, if you are like me, if you are first getting started, or maybe if you've grown a business and are scaling it now, You probably have moments when you feel completely overwhelmed by all of this stuff. And one of the reasons that I love systems and systematizing things is because it helps you have a sense of control and not feel that total sense of overwhelm. So I want to talk today about three things that I find a lot of OT entrepreneurs that I work with need to systematize in their businesses and after you have systems or you know systematic ways that you go about doing these things your relief is just there's so much less overwhelm so i want to share a little story to start out because i think it's important to think about actually how this plays out in a business and one of the things that recently happened to me was that when covid hit about 9 months ago or so as every ot entrepreneur i was Kind of scrambling to figure out how we were going to pivot in this crazy world where all of our in person services were shut down. And my team at my practice, I run a nature based pediatric practice called Outdoor Kids OT, if you don't know me. And my team and I tried to figure out like what could we offer to parents during this time. And one of the ideas that came up was like, oh, maybe we could do. You know, classes where it would appeal to a wider amount of people, not just children who need OT, but we could do online classes. Now, this was early, early, early when COVID hit and we were everyone was scrambling. And as we thought through that option, oh, my gosh, as the business owner, I got completely overwhelmed with how much infrastructure is required just to start a new service like that. So initially it sounded easy, right? It sounded like, oh, let's just run fun online classes for kids run by an OT. It will be developmentally appropriate. We can do fun things. And when you think about what is actually required to create a new service like that, all the systems that need to be in place around it, I got totally overwhelmed because I started thinking about, marketing. It's a brand new service. Then we need the infrastructure. We need the the software platforms to be able to do that. We need a way for people to sign up so we would have to create all of these classes inside of our online registration platform. Just so many things that we did not have systems in place around. And so when you systematize these three things I'm going to share in your business, you have structures in place where you can more easily create new services because these things will be in place. So, okay, let's get into the three things I want to share. The first thing is service or product delivery. Now, the story I just shared is a very good example of how you would need a whole new system in place to create a whole new service, right? The main question here is, is it easy for clients to do business with you? is it easy? You need to take the perspective of your client and and actually think about the process they go through to engage in doing business with you. And if you are still using, for example, a good example of this is like if you're still using paper forms in a I'm thinking like a private practice, an OT private practice. I know many of you run non-traditional businesses as well, but a good example is using paper forms still. Is that convenient for families? Is that easy for them to get in to do the onboarding process to be a client of yours? No, paper forms are not easy anymore. We have to mail them back and return them. And so much easier if you have some sort of online system. So that's just a small example. Another tip for this one is to ask a friend who will actually tell you the truth to look at your onboarding process or look at how they would register for your service or obtain your product if you're running a product-based business. Ask a friend to give you feedback about, is it easy to navigate the website to click on links to get to where they can actually sign up or purchase your product? And have them tell you the honest truth about what you could change about it. And that will help you streamline your systems to allow people to more easily do business with you. And finally, the last tip for this idea of systematizing service or product delivery is to write down the steps, write down every step that has to happen for you to bring in a new client or to sell one of your products. I teach a strategy for this called systems mapping in my Business Bedrocks program that, that really helps kind of clarify a whole system. Like, how do you map out a system in order to find where the inefficiencies are in that system? So writing down the steps, though, is a good first step to figure out, is it easy for clients to do business with you? Is it easy for them to sign up for your service, to become your client, or to get the product that you offer? Okay, so systematize your service or product delivery. The second one is systematizing managing your team. And the key question here is how are you going to keep your employees and your independent contractors happy? I I know that all of you probably have a variety of different people on your team that you're working with in your business. But for me personally, I have three employees who are occupational therapists. And I have three independent contractors that do social media, admin, uh, practice management, and my podcast editing and production. So there is a team of six people that I manage. And one of the things that I have found is really important is to have regular, consistent contact. So in previous years, I used to do like an email. All of my employees are itinerant. We don't have like a main office. So I used to do a monthly email. This year, we have a new system in place where we communicate on a WhatsApp text thread, which has been really awesome to have that ongoing sense of community and communication with one another. But some way that you have regular contact with your team There needs to be clear communication pathways. You need a clear way that you communicate with all of these people. And I will confess, as always, you know me, true confessions coming at you. Uh, (laughs) I will confess that this is something I think I could kind of tighten up in my own businesses because I have multiple ways that I communicate with independent contractors and with my employee team for now i think we're okay but it's it, there's just um what i mean by this is there's just like various ways that we communicate like there's sometimes we'll send a whatsapp message sometimes there might be an email sometimes there's a trello board comment so i think i could do some work on cleaning that up to say, okay, what information is going to be communicated on Trello and what information should be communicated on WhatsApp? Because I think sometimes in my management and my team, things fall through the cracks. Like someone might put a comment on a Trello board card because we do communicate on Trello, but then I I don't reply to it for a week because I forgot to check my notifications on Trello. So things like that, just having clear communication pathways. And then the final tip for the system okay systematizing managing your team is to have regular times that you schedule to appreciate your team. And I know so many of you in this group are doing an amazing job with that. I think a lot of people like to do it like maybe if you work in pediatrics, like end of school year might be a good time or during the holiday season. Sometimes people schedule that time. But just so that you have time that you are consistently communicating how much you appreciate the people who help your business be as awesome as it is. All right. The last one is CEO time. And what I mean by this is time that you as the business owner do your strategic thinking and planning on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis. Some people even do like five-year and 10-year plans. I'm not, I'm not that out there yet. But basically what are you going to review? Do you have a checklist of things that you will review during your time that you are actually working on the business as the business owner so that you have that 10,000 foot or 30,000 foot what do they call it in an airplane? I think it's 30,000 foot view so that you can really get the information that you need to help grow and scale the business. So I would encourage you to make lists of these things. And as you think of things, have a consistent place that you start to develop these CEO review checklists, whatever you want to call them, make lists and put it on your calendar, actually block that time on your calendar so that you know, you remember to review the list on those time schedules. Make sure that on those weekly, um, Quarterly and yearly lists, at least that you actually have some KPIs, some key performance indicators that you are tracking that you want to track during those times that you're doing that CEO review time. I really think that sometimes we track too many things in our business, and when you think about tracking a number or a metric like a K, some people call them KPIs. That's a business term, key performance indicators. When you track a metric like that, you want to know why you're tracking it, like what is the outcome you're expecting to have, like tracking your followers on social media is not really it doesn't really matter. Like I like to track things related to revenue, like how many people did we get to sign up for this or how many actions were taken on a specific social media post, because that helps me. To create more content to help more people going forward. If I know that, you know, this was the top post or the the top piece of content that got the most engagement on social media. It doesn't matter about followers. Followers do not automatically translate into your business growing. Followers can be just people who are lurking and never gonna pay you money for anything. But anyway, that's that's another, that's another live I could do. I, I'm on a big soapbox about that lately. Okay. So that's it. Um, The three things just to review that you need to systematize in your business, among others, this is not a complete list, you all. I should say this, not a complete list, but just things that I have noticed that people I have worked with really benefit from systematizing in their businesses. And those are service or product delivery, management of your team, and your CEO time. Having those checklists of what you are going to review consistently to help you grow and scale your business. So a big part of what we do in my Business Bedrocks group coaching program is to create systems in the areas of mindset, operations, finances, and marketing. So when you systematize things in your business, this is a a, topic that is so near and dear to my heart because I really feel like it does free you up when you create systems. It does free you up to really love and enjoy your business and thus love and enjoy your life because if we are stressed out in our businesses we come to resent them and i don't want that for any of you i want us to love our businesses and therefore love our lives i want our businesses to give us joy in our lives and so that is something we do in my group coaching program you can go to businessbedrocks.com if you're thinking about it or interested to get all the details there about what we do in that program and to see if it's right for you and the cart is not open right now i am going to open cart only for 2 days right before we start the program in february on february 5th so the cart will be open the third and fourth and if you are interested though i do have a secret little link i can send you when the cart isn't open that you can register on your own so if you're interested and want to make sure you get in the door you can send me a pm here on facebook and or dm me on instagram at laura park fig that's it guys have fun running your businesses, create those systems, and then be happy that you are less overwhelmed. Remember, those small steps make great gains over time. So until next time, mind your OT business.